Hey, my name is Will, and I'm with Dan. Hello, guys. And thanks for tuning into our podcast. So today we want to talk about expectations and what they are, and well, maybe also how they work, and also what kind of adverse effects they might have on you. Um, well, personally for me, I have expected a lot of things of myself. But for you, Dan, what have you expected from yourself? Well, for example, last week. Um, last week, so I think what comes to mind is I started working yeah. in uh, sort of like COVID prevention uh, stuff. I uh, do tests and run lab things. And um, I, had a, I had a couple of expectations regarding that. I, uh, it was really weird as you go into this sort of environment where nothing is uh, certain. Um, everyone's still trying to figure out how things have to work and how, how things should work. Um, so you go in there, you know, you've had like one training uh, and you expect things to go perfectly well. Uh, and they don't. And then you have to take, uh, just to get back to one of our previous subjects, you have to take responsibility to uh, to take care of, of, you know, talking to supervisors and talking to your colleagues and uh, figuring things out for yourselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So those expect- expectations, some of them were positive, right? Because you were looking forward to your work. Um, yeah, you expected yeah, that it so, yeah. would go well, right? Yeah, you yeah, did, yeah. You did think that you would do a good job at it, right? I was hoping I would. I, uh, yeah, I, did, exactly. I, I yeah. do certainly. I did certainly expect myself to to do things well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that's what what expectations are, right? They are. Sometimes there are some hopeful thoughts of things that might happen in the future, mm-hmm. or you might want to happen in the future. Mm-hmm. But it might also be some sort of uh, well measuring point that you need to achieve for yourself in order yeah. for yourself to feel uh, successful or fulfilled. Yeah. And I think the the expectations we're going to talk about today are the ones that, um, well, you've set for yourself or others did. And when not achieved or when not well, fulfilled, they can have an adverse effect on how you feel. I think and it, yeah? something that you just said is already quite interesting. You were talking about success. I think that's what expectations today are mostly about they're about achieving yeah. some form of success even though expectations can also be about you know having a fun time sometimes with someone yeah exactly yeah yeah that's I true think, yeah maybe that's that's the first flaw in expectations is that it's generally too often about success and about achieving stuff yeah i think so too but that's it's funny that you say that because well I've uh, I've heard people say that when they are going to meet someone, yeah. you always have well, especially when when you go on your first date or something, you have yeah. some sort of expectations for uh, yeah. you have of the, of the other person. Yeah. And when they do not live up to that, you feel kind of well betrayed or something. So uh, the fact that yeah. you have expectations but they don't meet those expectations, uh, it it makes you feel bad. But the same thing happens when you have your expectations of your own. And that's kind of weird to me because you you didn't know the other person fully, but well, you're you're bound to ha- to know yourself, right? And still, you have those expectations, and still, when you don't live up to them, yeah, you feel bad about yourself. Yeah, I think you know, as people, we always want to be moving somewhere. Um, at least I do. I, I always want to be um, 
learning new things uh, and, and see progression in, in whatever area. So I think expectations do play a vital role in that. Yeah, I um, think so too. But they, they do tend to get very annoying if you have too high expectations and you never meet them. Um, then it does turn sour real quickly. Yeah, I think so too. Because, well, expectations aren't necessarily bad because, uh, well, for me, they they also motivate me, but to yeah, a certain yeah. point because, uh, well, for example, I was writing, uh, uh, writing a book and someone told me that, um, well, I, I, I sent a book to someone to get their feedback on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in my head, I know it's a bad thing, but in my head, I already imagined myself being a famous writer and yeah, well, being, yeah, yeah, being yeah. a full-time writer. Yeah, yeah. And, um, well, I got the feedback back and it didn't turn out that way. So he told me that um, the book was fine as it, as it was, but the way it was, the, the, well, the medium I've, I've put it in isn't really um, suitable for commercial uh, purposes. Yeah, it's, yeah. So, and that was kind of a bummer for me because I've expect, well, I didn't expect to be uh, become a full-time writer, but, but I did expect it to... Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I might, might have slightly expected it to be um, a more positive answer, more positive feedback, Mm -hmm. but it didn't. And well, if I, if I really think back on how on the process of well, really creating those expectations, I've noticed that they are all based on things that society has taught me, Mm -hmm. because uh, especially social media. Because when you uh, follow writers, which I do, yeah, and you see them do certain things, and I try to do do those things as well. So they started writing at a certain time in the morning, and even when they didn't have any inspiration, they just well moved on and wrote. They they kept yeah. on writing even yeah. if they didn't feel like it, and I started doing that. So I thought, well, I did the same thing. It, it, it's bound to be it's bound to be um, to become Good reality that I'm sense. exactly exactly yeah. and I think those expectations are really really bad for myself because I felt bad after receiving the, the feedback yeah. and yeah well, well I think yeah. I think what's what's interesting about what you're saying about expectations now and how yeah. you said like you know I think I think school has taught me to have the wrong types of, of um, expectations yeah. Um, what I get from you is that you are very outcome oriented uh, with your expectations. Exactly. Um, yeah. And I feel like that's what school does as well. So, for example, I'm uh, personally I'm, I'm enthusiastic about languages. Um, school has not been very good for that. No. Because the 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 pleasure that you derive from from uh, being good at language at school is getting high grades. It's like having that sort of outcome that is what, what, what pleases your, your expectations and what sets your expectations, etc. And it's not the fun of actually learning stuff. And it's not being able to communicate better in a certain language. And the same thing with, with writing. I think the expectations that you have that, you know, it, it, it's going to be a good book and people are going to love it, etc. That that's not the right type of expectation you have. But the right type no. of expectation should be, uh, I enjoy the writing process and I enjoy getting better at the writing process, etc. Yeah. I enjoy storytelling, whatever. Exactly, yeah. 
Yeah, you're right. You're right. But it's yeah. it's really it's really hard to to have the right expectations of yourself because I I don't do that with with drawings. I'm um, I I am becoming more conscious of it, but um, I think I uh, about one and a half years ago, I had this lengthy period where I couldn't draw anything, um, didn't post anything on Instagram, whatever. Because uh, I was just, I was just thinking about, you know, how can I make a drawing that's so good that people are going to love it? And that's what I was obsessed with. I was not, I was not thinking about, you know, how can I get better at drawing? How can I find my my fun in, in drawing again? Yeah. Uh, I was just thinking about the like the, the very final outcome. Uh, and I think, yeah, I think those are almost never good expectations to have. Like maybe to start with, so have like a, a like a, a dream, etc. But you know, yeah, exactly. But I think that's kind of the the, the distinction between um, to hope for something and expect something. Yeah, yeah. Because expectations, well, as you've said before, schools really didn't help uh, creating the right expectations, the, the expectations that help you further in life. They they focus on the outcome, and that's what well, my expectations have been mostly focused on. For the past two decades, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, well, as you've said before, you need to focus on the expectation of the process. And once I start doing that, and I, I've tried it, I've tried it with a new thing that I'm uh, writing, mm-hmm. and it, it really helps. It really helps because when I do not live up to the expectation of writing a successful book, I feel like a failure. But when I do not live up to the expectation of having fun while writing, that's something I need to really reflect upon because if I'm not fe- if I don't like writing at, a, at that point in time, maybe I need to take a break or something. Yeah. It's not the outcome that I'm 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 well, sorry for. It's the fact that I am well maybe even well, I think torturing is a bit a bit a uh, big word for it, but torturing to force myself on the writing process. Yeah. So and so the the feeling of of, of being a failure is is really down to a minimum i think yeah yeah i think if you have those those expectations of um success and uh, yeah. and, and fame um whatever that may may be um i think it's good to have that in mind as a sort of end goal because you know it's it's something that can motivate you if, if, uh, uh, if you think about it not too much i think um, but if you obsess over that, it, it takes away the fun. And when, once it takes away the fun, once it takes away the motivation that you have, you're not going to put the work in. And when you don't put the work in, um, the chances grow slim. Yeah. Of, of well, really well said. Yeah. But first of all, the, the chance grows slim of having that like eventual success, but it also grows slim, um, that you, you, that you're going to see improvement in things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know that. For example, for for, for, boulder, for bouldering, it's now the the it has been the opposite way for me. Um, where first when first I started bouldering because I had this expectation that I wanted to be like this really buff dude, like I wanted to be really muscular. That's what I wanted. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then when I when I, uh, I I started like trying out different sports, I came at bouldering, and bouldering was just fun. It was so much fun that I 
sort of let go of that end purpose. I had fun. I got better at it. Uh, and then suddenly I hit this sort of plateau phase where I was just, I was having fun. I wanted to improve, but I didn't really know how. And um, now I'm back at um, creating expectations again, uh, yeah. where I expect to, um, in, in two years from now, I want to be able to do a one-armed pull-up. That's like, yeah. that's my goal. Yeah. Um, uh, and the, the, the reason I have that expectation is because I want to be better at bouldering. Um, not because I want to I want to be a champion or because I, I'm um, nothing like that. It's just I want to have fun. I want to have more fun. I want to get better at it. And that's where the that expectation comes from. Yeah, exactly. So it's a, I think when your expectation is built on something you have done before, because you have always expected to have fun at bouldering, right? And now you have set a goal for yourself to become even better because you, well, you bowler at a pretty high uh, level now. Then the goal is that ex- more fun, basically. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's a that's really a feasible expectation because, yeah. um, well, you've said you've set a quite quite um, yeah, you've you've made already you've you made your plan already, right? Because you've yeah. you've taken two years for it to to finally happen. Yeah. And in okay. the meantime, you just focus on having fun. Also training because that's really important. But yeah, and I think that's that's a thing that we we should have learned in school. That's to make the right expectations. Yeah, it's what you because um, that's what I've been doing now. Just to yeah. give a little bit of context to, to everyone who's listening. Um, so I've studied medicine, uh, bachelor. Yeah. Uh, then I've done a, a master in, in health education. And I I never wanted to be a doctor. Um, I had this period where I kind of wanted to be a researcher but um, it's, it's really hard to apply for jobs especially now um, what I've always been passionate about is uh, making uh, medical illustrations and uh, I'm now at a point where it, it seems like there could actually be a future in there that was really fucking scary for me um, because you know obviously because that's my passion I have these amazing expectations that it's going to be awesome and that I'm going to be a celebrated medical illustrator, etc. That's what I started with. That was a terrifying thing to try and live up to. So I'm now slowly making my way to changing those expectations from, you know, being a famous and celebrated um, illustrator to just trying to help people understand things better and then working towards, you know, seeing that reaction of people uh, looking at one of my illustrations and being like, well, this is so, this is very clear and like, thank you for making this, etc. That's what I'm working towards now and to have these expectations of uh, um, putting consistent time and effort in because now I I do put a lot of effort in but it's very, very inconsistent still. Yeah. So yeah, my, my expectations and my, my goals have, have shifted. Um, how, how did you, how did you work on those, on that shift in particular? Uh, because it felt awful and I felt yeah. I felt like I had to work on it um, because I knew my expectations were very high and um, there, there were a couple of points where I just started to work more and more inefficiently um, and I thought you know if, if, if this keeps happening then it's not gonna happen that 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 end goal is yeah. is not gonna happen I'm gonna end up very unhappy very unsuccessful so I need to do something about that. Um, and uh, I guess the, the, the way to achieve that was, was through self-reflection 
Um, yeah. Just had a, a couple of conversations with myself about, you know, what, what are my expectations? What do I, what do I really want to achieve besides that, you know, that, that end goal success? And I thought, well, first of all, I just want to be really good at it. That's what I want to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to be really good at it. And then, you know, people will eventually see that and I will have at least some work. I may not be the, uh, the, the best or the, the most celebrated, but, you know, I'll be good at it. I will be able to help people with it. Uh, I'll hopefully be able to be paid for it uh, well enough to, to sustain myself. Um, and yeah, I, I changed my, my expectations about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's really, it's, you did an awesome job at that because that, that, I think that's the most difficult thing, especially for people in our generation. I, I, I am I am changing yeah. my expectations. Oh, now I'm I sorry, say yeah, I, yeah. I have changed it, but it's yeah. still a work in progress. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's really, really nice that you, you are changing that and that you acknowledge the fact that the, well, that you get, that you got rid of the, well, unhealthy expectations, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because for me personally, what I noticed, and not only in the process of writing, but also in generally in life, is that I try to compare to other people yeah. a lot. And that's also a really bad thing. And, and that creates awful, awful expectations of yourself because they're not feasible at all. Yeah. Um, and especially the expectations other people put on you, because in my family, um, well, my dad, my dad studied, my mother also studied, but they did uh, HBO. I don't know how that translates to uh, <laughs> HBO. That's going to sound like they just watched series. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's 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 a degree beneath below uh, going to university, I think. Yeah. yeah. And so he chose the um, well. I studied law, tax law in particular, and he he kind of chose that study for me. And mm. um, it's fine now. I I finished it, and uh, I had. Well, a bit fun doing it. Now, I, I think I could have had more fun while doing any other study, but um, yeah. well, I finished it, and, and and that's great. And I, the well, the need to live up to his expectations really drove me through it. Yeah. And now that I finished, um, his his expectations just waned away, because well, the thing that he set me to do, I did, and now I'm finding a job. But now I've, well, for me personally, I. I fell into a hole or something because yeah, what do now, I live now up you to just now? Create expectations of your own. Exactly, exactly, and that's something I've been struggling with, and especially because those expectations I try to create are all focused on end goals. Yeah, and I need to make sure that the expectations I do have are focused on the process more, because the end goals are most likely not achieved in the next couple of years. They are really set for a well, maybe five or ten years. So, and I need to have some sort of success. And I think when you live up to an expectation, it really feels good. So when you like the process and you expect the process to be good and it is good, you feel great. And that's a thing that I've not been able to do as of yet. Um, well, these podcasts do help a lot because I really wanted to make podcasts for a while now, even before the Corona epidemic. But um, gladly you wanted to join me on this. And yeah. we have a podcast together, so that's awesome. But that's, that has really been difficult for me because I, I have some sort of idea that I need to combine the expectations with my dreams. But it's something you never should you should never do it. Never combine your expectations with dreams because dreams might have some unrealistic element in, in them, yeah. which you could never achieve. And if you expect the unrealistic, 
you you always fall short. Yeah, yeah. That's something I, I, I've personally been struggling with. But I'm also in the process of changing the expectations I have. And um, it, it, it also means for me to uh, be happy with a lot less. Mm. I don't know how you think about that, but... So how, how do you mean that, to be happy with a lot less? And how that... Yeah, well, I used to, for example, I used to expect that I would become uh, like a, a celebrated writer. Yeah. And I'm only 24, so that isn't even a realistic goal. Uh, but now I, now I try to focus more on the process of writing and learning and, um, well, improving my vocabulary, uh, making sure that I uh, really uh, grab, well, make sure that the writer really is soaked into the story when they read it. And I focus on that more and less on the end goal. And I think... Um, I would have been more happy. Uh, I would have been happier right now if I would would have succeeded at being yeah, yeah, a celebrated yeah. writer, right? Yeah, yeah. And now I just I, I just feel satisfied with uh, the process. Yeah, I think I would be happier if it all succeeded right now, but that's but not would realistic. It, would it not? That's that's what I'm wondering. Would it not feel yeah. fake? Because that's that's I I still have this yeah. uh, this sort of like uh, imposter syndrome sometimes where I. Um, create these these uh, illustrations and someone's like oh we've done a really good job etc and uh, i just feel like ah if you if you'd have just seen my process you wouldn't have said that no for example so um i um i i actually have i actually have that feeling with um one of those uh i i won a competition once uh for um medical illustrations and it was it was international, um, oh. and they they'd ask medicine students to create um, like visual educational material. Uh, I put in two entries, and I just fucking destroyed the competition. I had like the, I had yes, <laughs> yeah, awesome. I had I had yeah. the first. I, I remember waking up when I read through this email. I had the first overall prize, then I had the first prize for creativity and the first prize for educational value. Wow. Awesome. Like versus people from America and China and whatever, and I was like, "Oh my fucking god, that's insane!" Yeah. And then when I realized that um, that it, it didn't really mean that much, like I, I was not, I was not, I was not interviewed. I was not getting loads of assignments all of a sudden. It just felt like, you know, I had achieved that that end goal of like sort of momentary fame uh, for a second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's not where the happiness came from. It was just where like, did it I managed from? to create... Hmm? Where did it come from then? Um, well, it was at, at that point I was happy, obviously, for winning that. But yeah, it, exactly. It, yeah. It's, a, it's a very fleeting type of happiness. Yeah. And um, I think only now... Uh, I, I surely didn't realize it at the time, but the, the, the real happiness comes from, um, I guess, practicing a lot and then getting getting better at it and then being able to help people and, and developing connections to people while you're doing what you love doing. Yeah. I think that that's where the, the, the long-term happiness comes from and seeing, seeing improvement um, in, in how you're doing things. I think so too. Yeah. Well, that should be the expectation, right? To improve. Yeah. And make sure you, well, 
well, you can set these standards for yourself, but uh, well, you need to improve to a certain extent. You're never perfect, so there's always room for improvement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well said. Yeah, and then realistic expectations as well. As yeah, well. exactly. Yeah, I think those are important as well. Because um, I've, I've never been good at at studying, for example. Uh, I've, I'm I'm clever enough, yeah. but I've never been. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's discipline or, or just consistency. There's something there. But I, um, <clears throat> while I was studying health education, my master's degree, I had expected myself to do that, like, cum laude. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if, that's, if that translates well to English. Yeah, I think but so. But basically, yeah. To have, yeah, to have, like, everything on, like, 80%, which is pretty hard to do. Yeah, um, it is. And I failed at that, barely. Um which meant that I still had, a, I had good grades. I had uh, good results, but I was still really disappointed not making that end result. Yeah, exactly. Because you had that expectation, right? Yeah. yeah. And so then I was done with the whole year and I felt, I felt bad about it, even though it was a very fun year and I, I learned a lot of really interesting things. So. Well, that's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you should have expected that, right? To learn a lot of interesting yeah. things. Exactly. That was should be the thing. Well, I, I had something similar um, a while ago, because at my work uh, where I used to um, used to have an internship, they were pretty happy with me, and they uh, they offered me a contract, so yeah. they must have been happy with me. But a while ago, I needed to take uh, a test to see how my um, my knowledge of the well the entire law system of the Netherlands was. Yeah, and I took it, and I only scored forty five percent, forty five percent, and I thought, what the hell happened? Yeah, I only, I only just two uh, for, I I stopped working there for four weeks, and um, I thought, how could they? They must have lied to me that I was good because I only scored forty five percent, and that was a really strange feeling. That was the first first time I've, uh, I don't know if it's the imposter syndrome, but I thought, who the hell has worked there that they were happy with him? I certainly didn't. I only scored 45%. But that's the, the crazy thing. Um, and afterwards, I heard that uh, you should have used um, like uh, the the bundle that all that contains all laws. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so they, they, they asked me, so you did it all, uh, well, you did it without a book? And I said, yeah, well, yeah, I did. I didn't know I, I could bring one. And, um, well, to be fair, the 45%... Well, it also consisted of me guessing a lot of answers, yeah. so that might have might have played a role as well. But afterwards, I thought, well, maybe forty five percent is just enough to be good at it. So the expectation was, um, well, the end goal for me was to be a success, become a successful lawyer. But in the meantime, I've um, well learned a lot of laws as well and how it works, maybe mm-hmm. even case law. So that was really stra- really a strange feeling to know yeah. that people were happy with the way I worked and what I knew. Yeah. But still, I only scored 45%. And it was really strange for yeah. me. But I now understand that it, um, it really isn't about knowing everything and becoming, well, being perfect, I think. Mm-hmm. It's just about being uh, a sociable human, human being. And maybe and even... working when you need to. Exactly, exactly. And if you expect that from yourself, just being friendly to other people, uh, helping other people out, and just try to improve yourself every single day, I think those are the really healthy expectations. Because 
other word, otherwise you would only expect end, end goals and you're most likely to achieve like, I think 20% of them. Yeah. Sounds like a rough number, but I think, yeah, I, I only achieve like 10 or 20% of every end goal I ever had. So, yeah. Oh, I don't even know. I don't keep track of it. No. <laughs> it's going to be <laughs> very just... depressing to keep track of it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But it just feels strange that sometimes you, I think you have the same feeling sometimes that other people are uh, happy with the way you work or are, yeah. and maybe even happy with the results you've booked. But, well, it's really crazy to really let that, well, to realize that other people might be happy with the things you do while you still have those crazy high expectations of yourself. Yeah. And that's really something I need to overcome still. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder how many people feel like that. Yeah. I think a lot of people. Yeah. It's really, really uh, a real bad feeling because I think that only, um, gives way to the feeling of being an imposter because yeah. if other people try to um, give you credit while you think you are not well you not deserve it it really it really feels strange to be honest yeah yeah it does yeah and for example uh the people well the listeners are not able to see that but um, we're, uh, well, we're using a video call right now, a video yeah. conference. We're in a video conference and I'm looking at, at Dan and I see a lot of his, um, illustrations and artworks hanging behind him and he's done an awesome job. And still sometimes he, he tells me that, well, I need to do better. I need to do better. But I think, man, you're and a I truly great feel artist. That. I truly feel you're like I'm an awesome artist. In the past couple <laughs> of weeks. <laughs> Yeah, that's really, yeah, well, really difficult. Well, that's, yeah, I think that's the pathological obsession with the end goal. Yeah, I think um, so. And that's, that's still, you know, as I said, it's still um, a work in progress. I, I still try to, um, I guess, only think about the end goal every once in a while. Um, but I, I feel like I, I still think about it daily and, then yeah. realizing that I'm not there and that there's still so much work to do can be yeah. unsettling, demotivating. Um, but then again, once you just pick something up, like a small project you start working on, and you see a little bit of improvement, then you know, yeah. motivation comes back, fun comes back, and uh, that's something that we have to hold on to. Yeah, exactly. I think so too. And it also goes the same well it's the same with to-do lists right because yeah. they're all little expectations and uh, i used to make them a lot so every morning i woke up and i made a to-do list for that day and well most of the time i only i ticked off like seven out of ten mm. and that really made me feel bad but i still did 70 percent of the things i wanted to do that's which, a percentage exactly 70 percent is great so why did i did i feel so bad about it but that's the, the thing we've said now a couple of times that the well, school, but also society has made sure that we focus on end goals and not on the process in any way. Yeah. I think that, that that's the thing that needs to change. So the, ta but, the takeaway from this podcast is society sucks. You're perfect. Exactly. Exactly. No, no <laughs> one's perfect. No one's perfect. No one's perfect. <laughs> yeah. But the last thing I wanted to say is that um, I think you uh, told me about just a month or two ago. 
is that you were making a, a five-year plan. I, I just with, you, well, you, well, you're you're setting up your own company, and you made a plan oh, for yeah. five years, a financial plan yeah. for five years. Yeah. And I think, uh, well, the plan was, um, um, well, you made it quite concise, right? Yeah. And I think that really gives you space to um, allocate how you wanted to do it yeah. and how to put your energy into it and focus on the process. So I think that's a, that's a really healthy way of um, expecting end goals. Yeah, what's, what's nice about that document is that I, I have it on my laptop somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I haven't looked at it since creating it. Um, I, I still, I, I think I know, uh, yeah, I do remember what the end goals are. Yeah. But it's, it's like goals per year. So I only have yeah. to look at every couple of months, look at it every couple of months to, to see whether I'm on track or not. Um, yeah. So now I'm, I'm mostly um, uh, busy with, with the process and, and, and working towards those goals than the goals themselves. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's the, that's the key takeaway of this podcast, right? That expectations are sometimes good to have, and especially when you focus on the process. Yeah. You need to expect to have fun, to improve, and make sure you're feeling good about it. And not yeah. really on the end goal. When you're, well, for example, when Be you're an artist. obsessed with the work, not with the outcome. Exactly. That's, exactly. That's really well said. That's really well said. That's the takeaway. Oh, well, don't be obsessed over anything, actually. Obsessions are very unhealthy. That's, that's, yeah. That's another yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't be obsessed. Just be, well, how do you call it then? Um, intrinsically In motivated. Ah, intrinsically motivated. Maybe that's yeah, okay. the one there. But just, just be, you know, occupy yourself with the process uh, and, and, yeah. Keep in mind that I think that the happiness really comes from seeing improvement, um, yeah. seeing other people appreciate what you do, and not from the sort of like vague idea that you're going to be rich and famous uh, for doing that. No, exactly. I think that's it, right? Yeah. And that's it for today. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. Thank and you. Thanks, Alia, and thanks for tuning in. And uh, we hope to see you next time. See ya. Bye.